Hey, it's Kahlo here. And first of all, I want to talk about two amazing discoveries I've made to start my day. The first, those fizzle lollies, the chewy ones that come, you know, in like, they're like a bar, but they're a green and purple and pink ones, creaming soda. They come in a fun pack now with fun sized bars. The second is that obviously my wife, Brooke, has bought a packet and left me home alone with them. Yep. So I'm going to munch a few down while I podcast today. A quick, who am I? I'm Callow, late 30s, male, husband, father, and observer of the little things in life. I've done brekkie radio, late night radio, operated multi-million dollar roller coasters, and now I podcast. I'm Callow, and I'm on air. Welcome to episode five of the original titled podcast, Callow On Air. It's unscripted, just like life. Time for a quick check-in. It's been a full-on few weeks in the Callow household, which is probably why I haven't been here in a while. And in my headspace has been busy as well. Harper became a three-nager, which means there's a bit more attitude coming out of her. She hasn't said fuck in a while, but instead has chosen to tell people, in her words, my daddy says blah, blah, blah. Okay, I know I talk a lot, but I don't think I've ever heard her shut up unless she's sleeping. Especially when we have my mate and his partner here with their three kids. Whew. That was a wild week, I tell you what. It was like a week-long party. We had a total of four kids in our house, under the age of four. Okay, six if you include me and my mate as well. Our, I guess, mentality is under the age of four. There was a lot of bluey, a lot of wiggles. The Disney Plus got a really good workout as well because it just poured rain every single day. No one could go outside. I mean, we have a swing set and a trampoline in the backyard, but no one could use it because it was just soaked. And by soaked, I mean soaked. It was a swamp out there. So everyone was in the house. At least there weren't any broken plates or holes in the walls. There were no broken spirits on the adult's behalf. Just a bigger than usual McDonald's and alcohol bill for once the kids went to bed. I had to be up at 4.30 a.m. those mornings for work. I remember sneaking around using my phone light to put my coffee in the cup and to make my breakfast so as not to wake a single soul in the house. And I'll tell you what, it actually worked for the most part. All that rain, it caused the lawn to grow like crazy and just turn to mud. Parts of it were like a swamp, but when I looked out the window one morning and I saw my little Maltese Shih Tzu squatting down in it to take, well, take a shih tzu she disappeared into the jungle that it was and i knew at that point i yeah i needed to mow it i chopped up the mud with the mower the grass got cut which was good but it sort of shredded it and it doesn't look great that's for sure i nearly lost a shoe in the swamp and there were tire tracks all along the grass it wasn't the most satisfying mow it wasn't the kind of mow where you know us men, when we mow, we stand back and we look at it for like an hour. We drink a beer or a Coke or a glass of water even because we're sweating like crazy. And we just sort of look at the grass and stare at the grass. Sometimes the birds will fly down and get the bugs. There was absolutely none of that. It was just me with wet muddy shoes, wet muddy socks, wet like just mud all over my shins. Just gross. It was definitely shorter though. But is there any worse feeling than having wet socks? Your toes go all wrinkly. Us humans, we're very funny when we get wet. Our skin shrivels up. 
fun fact for you, I read that the reason we wrinkle up in water is kind of like an evolutionary thing. It's so we can grip things under the water. Okay, maybe that's not a fun fact, but it's definitely a fact. So have a bit of a listen, take that into account. These past couple of weeks have been really tiring though, and I was really craving energy drinks so badly. A few times actually, I haven't had one since Christmas. I went from one or two a day to being completely cold turkey. None. I used to rely on these things just to get me going for the day. And then usually about halfway through the day, I might have another one just to give me that boost for the rest of it. I've been pretty happy that I gave them up. It's quite an accomplishment, but fuck have I had moments recently where I felt like my brain was telling me to do it. Just have one. I didn't, but it took everything. And I mean everything to not do that. I went for a quick walk, spent a few minutes away from my desk. It seemed to work and I got the little energy burst without the shakes that the energy drinks give you. Coffee, on the other hand, that's something I'm not willing to give up anytime soon. Alcohol? Maybe. Putting some thought into dry July and if I'm happy through that, why should I start alcohol again? I mean... I don't need it to make me happy, and I've also heard it fucks with my antidepressant medication, which is the last thing I need. My depression at the moment, it's at a point where I'm going to get a healthcare plan to combat it. I'm sick of what I'm sure are such small triggers throwing me off and stopping me from being my best. So I'm going to talk to someone now, and fingers crossed over time, I may be able to come off the tablets. Like, that's a pretty exciting thought. Get into the real thick of what the trigger is, and you know, maybe just learn ways to deal with it. It, Maybe it can't be gone for good, but if I can learn how to deal with it, how to handle it, learn what those triggers are, I'm going to be able to control it a bit more. Then I can get back to throwing my best self back into life. At the moment, I have more good days than difficult days, but the bad ones are still happening and I think it affects my ability to be the best dad, the best husband, the best mate I can be. I've already got a really great support network. I want to keep them around and I know they're going to back me through anything. So I'm really lucky with that. I was thinking about phobias a while ago, things that we can be freaked out about. I was trying to work out what mine is and it came to me really quickly. So it must be a genuine phobia. I have a phobia of ironing in the nude. You know, you get up in the morning to iron your work clothes. You're usually in what you sleep in, PJs, undies, Most people are generally not nude when they get up, but I realized I'm actually scared of ironing in the nude because I'm scared that maybe I won't be paying attention and something of my lower area will end up on the board and I'll accidentally iron over it. That thought is enough to put you off altogether. You know, I'll do most things in my undies in the mornings. This morning I took the bin out. I forgot it was bin day, forgot I was in my undies, heard the truck, run the bin out in my undies, three degrees outside. My nipples were so hard, I actually think I could have scratched my name into a window. It was that cold. There were penguins on my undies, so it was a good look for the neighbors, I'm sure. And I can't sleep naked. I mean, I saw paranormal activity, and if a ghost drags me out of bed in the middle of the night and pulls me down the stairs, I think I want to be slightly clothed. Speaking of movies, I'm off to the movies tonight, seeing the new Jurassic Park movie. Dinosaurs chasing and eating people who want to use them for profit. (laughs) Always a really, really good time. My little girl Harper loves watching the first Jurassic Park movie. She gets really, really excited when the dinosaur eats the lawyer off the toilet. 
you know, the T-Rex is out and he's out of his paddock and he's stomping around, boom, 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 over to the guy sitting on the toilet, the walls collapse down. All of a sudden you hear Harper, my little two-year-old, well, now three-year-old, just go, oh, bye, man. And the T-Rex just lunges down, grabs the guy and eats him. I'm teaching her really young to really enjoy those movies. I remember seeing the first one at the movies in 93. Who would have thought that almost 30 years later, there'd be a sixth entry in the film series? I've heard this one's wrapping things up, and I wonder how it's going to end. I like to think the dinosaurs will win over the humans and once again rule the Earth. Bring the circle of life full circle, and John Hammond has destroyed all mankind by recreating dinosaurs. Then maybe a raptor can create a human clone and it happens all over again. Too far, I think. Probably that's why I don't write these movies. What else has been going on in the life of Callow? Well, I turned on MTV Classics and I wondered why they were playing music from the early 2000s and late 90s and thought, fuck, the 90s ended over 30 years ago. I know, you're probably sitting there telling me to just shut up, Callow, but it's true. As a kid, I remember getting into my parents' car and they would have music from their generation playing, me complaining in the back seat how old that music is. Little did I realize I'd be playing those tracks on the Saturday Brekkie show I used to host because, well, let's face it, they were music that people wanted to wake up with on a Saturday morning. They were music to get you moving, get you pumped. They were music that people remember. I mean, who's going to be the Elton John or the Beatles from today? The timeless musicians, those songs that everyone just knows. When Queen's hit Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, even people born 30 years later know the lyrics. I know for a fact that one day Spice Girls Wannabe is going to come on in 30 years time and the only people to know those lyrics or that song will be those who were around for its original release. Or Coolio's Gangster's Paradise will come on in the car and Harper will ask why her mum knows all the words and cranks it up. I went to a Green Day concert a few years ago and to warm up the crowd before the band came out, they cranked up Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, using it as another example, but the entire crowd was singing every lyric to it. Everyone just knew it. Everyone knows it. And they were all people my age. I was born 10 years after the song was like originally released. It's crazy. And then halfway through the show, Billy Joe from Green Day got on the stage and sang the Rolling Stones' Satisfaction, another track. Everyone just sort of knew the lyrics. It was incredible, and that song is another one that's going to be around forever. But their hit, American Idiot, is going to disappear into the industry over the years and probably be forgotten, and someone else will take over. It's kind of worrying to think about what the future of music holds, probably just a series of beeps, who knows? Well, that's my short, simple check-in. It's been pretty busy, but planning to get these podcasts out a little bit more frequent now. It's been hectic in the life of Callow and in the headspace of Callow, but you know what? I'm pretty sure we all have our shit going on and we're all going to be okay in our own quirky little way. That's what this podcast is all about. Don't forget to check out Callow on air on all the usual social media suspects, Facebook, Instagram, and I'm also on TikTok now. Check out Callow underscore on underscore air on TikTok. Thanks for listening. And remember money can't buy happiness, but it can buy donuts. And that is close enough.